And Samach Dalet, I'm at Bayes, four lines from the bottom at the new Mishnah. Hamoyt say mace, and this word is questionable, it should be there, not betchila, there are those who take it out. Either way, the case is, uh, they were digging for something, I guess, or rain came, but bottom line, they found, oh my goodness, there's a person here. Now, the issue is like this, we didn't know that there was anyone who was buried here. Um, what is the, uh, what are you supposed to do at that point? So, if the deceased is Mushkav Kedarkai, he's uh, lying, and we'll see uh, what it means, Kedarkai, the way he should be, then Notlova es Tefusasoi, you remove him. In other words, the assumption is he wasn't, it wasn't his uh, burial place that he, he, he prepared, it was just sort of like a one-off, and therefore, since that's the case, you can uh, move uh, his remains, we'll see what Tfusasai is, it's, uh, it's some sort of area around him as well, because uh, we assume that maybe some of him leaked or dripped into that area. Let's say, comma, Shnayim, you found two uh, people, still, Neutlan, you can uh, take them, remove them, bury them uh, somewhere else, along with their surrounding area, Matza Shloisha, Let's say, though, you found, oh my goodness, keep digging, and there's three people there. If the distance between the three is basically anywhere between four amas and eight amas, then what you basically dug up is an area that uh, we didn't know about, but it actually is a like a, a grave area, grave neighborhood, a, a cemetery zone, uh, and then that's going to get a different status where you would not be um, able to move the uh, what what was found. Um, and then you would have to uh, check uh, in all directions. Uh, another 20 amas because it could be that it was a larger uh, cemetery area period let's say matza echad besayf esrim ama you're checking and you know you went 20 amas away and right there you found another uh, deceased uh, person buried there by dekemenu ula halan esrim then you have to go again uh, 20 amas from that one why? And this is probably why the Mishnah is in this parak here. Shirag layim Literally, there's feet to the matter. There's legs to the matter. In other words, it's uh, quite. Uh, it seems quite uh, quite uh, so. Or like the case probably is um, that what you've stumbled upon is a ancient uh, cemetery. She'ilu tchila matzao. Because the truth is, if you had just uh, found uh, one. Uh, person uh, at the beginning, like we saw at the beginning of the Mishnah, night life You would be allowed to, should you want to, uh, move that uh, body along with its tefusa. But now that you found uh, three, you got to assume, you got to look. Uh, it could actually be an ancient uh, uh, cemetery. Amar of Yehuda. Rav Yehuda is going to be medayek off the first four words of the mission. Now, assuming when we look at the mission that that word betchila, like little note says, uh, there's some nuschois that uh, don't have the word betchila. Either way, uh, either you don't have that word or that word is there, it's not deyukable. So these four words, each one of the words they put in right angles, when the mission used the term matzah, you found it, why did it say you found it? 
sounds like pratle matsui. That comes to exclude a case where there was a known person buried there. That's not what we're talking about. If you know he's buried there and he wanted to be buried there, then that's sort of his place and he can't move, uh, can't move him. Uh, comma, mace in right angles. When it says you find him mace, that's prat that comes to exclude a case of where you found someone who was harug who had been um, murdered. Um, murdered is probably I know, missing parts and, and therefore might even be a local Mishmi Sinai, but you can't uh, move uh, him. Mushkav, I put that in right angles, it says lying down. That would come to exclude a case, Pratle Yoshev, if you find him sitting, um, or Kedarkai, that's in right angles, Pratle. The uh, another way that you could find him, not like lying down with his uh, like legs straight out, but rather uh, where his head is kind of uh, tucked in between his uh, his thighs, his legs, like his knee area. Um, okay, and in those cases, uh, it would not be the same the same din. Tani ula bar chanina. The following uh, brisa goes for a word and a line. If uh, you found uh, a person that died and was buried there, however, he's chaser, he's lacking or missing a part of him. It's not like a full um, decomposed body. Then there's no uh, din of taking the surrounding uh, um, dirt when you move him. And there's also no din of that this uh, could be a... Um, a grave uh, grave zone or a cemetery zone. That's the end of the Tanaic source. V'chol hani my time alone, the list of ones that uh, would not be the case that you would uh, move them with all this honor and all this uh, surrounding uh, dirt. Um, what would be the reason? No, in like the cases of uh, where you found the deceased in a sitting position or with his head between his knees, uh, the reason would be uh, since it was that way, well, that's not the way that Jews are buried, and uh, therefore uh, probably is a Gentile, and uh, the Gentiles don't have the same uh, din as Jews do when it comes to, uh, if you find one of them, uh, who had been uh, deceased. Matzah, I put a diamond on this word, matzah, and three lines later, first word in the line is kiv, uh uh, Kvarais, the second word there is matzah, put a diamond around that. So we have a few cases of what happens if you find. So here we go. Here's the first. Matzah shnayim. Let's say you find two people. You were just digging, you found one, you dug, you found another. Have a roishay shel zeb itzad margalais of shel zeb. A roishay shel zeb itzad margalais of shel zeb. Not that the two people had their heads next to each other and their legs next to each other. Rather, the head of one was next to the other one's feet. And the other one's feet were next to this one's head. Um, um, this would not be uh, a case where you would have to move the surrounding dirt or it could be uh, eventually uh, declared a uh, cemetery area because uh, that's basically the way that they would bury Gentiles and therefore the assumption is that deceased are Gentiles uh, not deceased Jews Matzah Shloisha uh, let's say you found three deceased people. Um, um, one of them is uh, known, and two of them are like the beginning. Basically, um, it was known 
that there was a kever, um, we don't know though, obviously if the person was buried there as like a permanent kever or a temporary sort of burial uh, spot, which, which by the way, we, we don't really have this these days, but in those days they used to, um, when a person passed away, they would bury them and it would be understood temporarily for the body to decompose. And then when the body decomposed, they would take the remains, let's say the skeleton, and and they would put it in a, a family burial uh, area. So uh, that's the situation. Now, Shnaim Tchila, what's mean Shnaim Tchila? Uh, you had no idea that there were two other people there. You just sort of found them right now. Or, and the uh, Girsa here should read, not Shnaim, but rather, Echad Tchila Shnaim Yiduim. Let's say one that you just discovered for the first time, a deceased person there, and, and Shnaim Yiduim, two people uh, were uh, known then in that case, Yeshlahem Tfusa, if you're going to move these bodies, then you take the surrounding area of earth, but it cannot um, then uh, cause the area to be uh, decreed a, uh, a cemetery zone. Kama Maisa, Berebi Yeshevav, another Yeshevav, he uh, once Badak uh, was uh, digging, Umatsa Shnaim Yeduim, and found two that we knew that they were there, uh, two people, Ve'echad Tchila, and one, my goodness, we had no idea there was anyone else here, Ubikish Lasais and Shkunas Kvaris. Just three people there, he wanted to turn it into a, uh, a cemetery here. Now, there's limitations to that area. One of the main limitations is that Kohanim can't go there, and anyone who's keeping. Um, themselves in a state of Tara for Truma or for Korbanos, would, uh, it would make that area problematic if they uh, walked there. Uh, anyway, that's what Rabbi Sheva wanted to do. Amrlai Rabbi Kiva, Andalai Rabbi Kiva, Koshi Yagata, Lerik Yagata. All the effort you put in is really for naught. Why? No, no, no. The rabbis didn't say that there's this concept of a, uh, of a cemetery zone. Ella, L'Shloisha Yiduin, Unless it's three people that we know that were uh, buried there, uh, or three people that we find uh, for the first time that we didn't know about. So we uh, said all the way back in the Mishnah that you would take um, the deceased uh, and move them along with the Tefusa. Okay. Uh, ask the Gemara now, either Heichi Dami Tefusa or Minayin Tefusa. Basically, what's this Tefusa? Uh, specifically, Amar of Yudam, Amar Kra. Well, um, or I guess Minayin Latifusa would be a better reading. Where do you know that there's this concept of the surrounding area also is moved with the deceased? Well, um, from back in Bracious, this is uh, says Nisasani Mi Mitzrayim. Um, I think this is uh, the uh, um, Yaakov or Yosef uh, who wants to be uh, buried. And then says, and take me, and it says, me Mitzrayim, which is an, an, uh, um, an unnecessarily uh, long word, because then Nisasani Misham, or Nisasani Mipo, but what's me Mitzrayim? We darshanat mean tol imi, like from Egypt, take along with me, like take some of the earth of Mitzrayim. Okay. Vikamashir Tfusa, well, how much is the Tfusa, the surrounding. Um, earth that you take along with the deceased when you uh, reinturn them, you dig them up and bury them somewhere else. Perish Rabbalazar, I circled Rabbalazar, Noitel, Afartichuach, You basically take whatever soft earth there is around the deceased and then you dig another three fingers depth, uh, probably in all directions, 
um, that's the area that we are going to uh, assume has some sort of um, mace associated with it, meaning like when a body decomposes, it gets all gooey and liquidy and, and seeps into the earth, and uh, this would be the extent of the area that we assume that the uh, various fluids of the uh, deceased um, uh, float into. That's Rebbe Elazar, Macefei, the Gemara brings the Tanaic source, goes for about four and a half lines, and it seems to indicate not like Rebbe Elazar, namely it doesn't talk about the, anything that you have to take another three fingers worth of dirt. Uh, in this Tanaic source, the uh, it asks Vekamash uh, your tefusa. Okay, how much is the uh, size? Uh, tefusa, you have to take a tefusa, a holding along with it. How much is that? Well, Piresh and I box Rabbi Elazar Rabbi Tzadik. Notel esha kispin veesha kisasais. We'll go to Tysis here. The kispin are the little pieces of uh, wood that probably came from the uh, coffin. Which I guess had decomposed. Vesa kisasais. The kisasais are little, um, I guess, clumps of dirt that might have their clumpiness because of the moisture of some sort of liquid that came from the mace. Vesa vadoin. Zarek, you could throw out the vadoin. What that means is the ones that you know for sure are not any part of the mace. You can just leave those there. You don't have to take. Uh, them with the mace. So you would have to, if you're not sure about a particular uh, a clump of dirt or area, you would have to take that along with the uh, deceased when you're uh, going to bury them someone else. Um, I'm going to go with, I think the Gears of the Gra takes out the next six words and then reads the Mole Tarvad Rekev. And uh, the rest would uh, join together um, basically, the part that you know for sure is from the mace, then that would join together for that uh, shear of a, uh, a sort of measuring cup full of uh, uh, mace, um, uh, mace dust or mace dirt or decomposed mace uh, for whatever two issues we have there. That's the other thing, source. Bottom line. Uh, we didn't see anything about taking another three fingers worth of, of dirt from around the mace. So how could the Amora Rebelazar say that if the Tana Rebelazar Rebelazar didn't? Answers the Gemara. Well, because Rebelazar has another, a different Tana to rely on. Who, Da Amar, he, Rebelazar, circle Rebelazar from about seven lines ago, would say like, Ki hai Tana Desani, like the following Tanaic opinion. In this two-line Bryce that goes to the two dots, says this Bryce of Akama Shir Tfusa, how much is the Tfusa? Well, Amr Rabbi Yochanan Mishum Ben Azai, and we box Ben Azai. This is the other snake opinion. Notel, Afartichuach, Vechofer Bebisula Gimelitz Ba'ois. You take uh, the soft dirt, uh, dirt around the uh, person you found deceased there, or you didn't know he was there, and uh, you would dig an additional three uh, fingers uh, worth into uh, earth that seems like it's uh, virgin earth, in other words, that hadn't been uh, touched. The Mishnah had said, Bodek Heimenu. You uh, check uh, from, if you found uh, three of them, three deceased people, then you would check from there um, and, and 20 amps in all directions. Now, let's say uh, we're going to have um, Rava, Tula Shainas here. I underlined Rava's name, Amar Rava. I put a number one in the margin. Two lines later, near the end of the line, is Rava. I underlined his name, and I put a number two in the Margin, uh, can I get the third line? So here's what Rav has to say in the first slash Amar Rav. Let's say uh, you were just digging for whatever reason. They wanted to put a new uh, septic uh, tank in or something, and and you found a deceased person, one. We say you don't have to check any further, so you, Pana, you moved him to, uh, you know, proper 
cemetery area. Kama Badak, and then at another time in a similar area, you were checking again. Upana, and you found another deceased person. And, you know, at that point, still only two that had been found. So, Pana, you uh, dug this one up and moved him. And then Badak, the Ashkach. Oh my goodness. Another time they were digging and they found a third, which means, like, total, there were three people there that basically turned it into, like, an ancient, unknown, up until now, sort of uh, cemetery area. Um, lo hai mefane le gabe hanach tre, so you don't have to uh, move uh, this uh, one uh, to where the other two had been uh, re-interned. The low hani tre le gabe hai chad, and not these two. Uh, two to where the other one is. The way the Rush learns this is that you don't have to uh, move um, move this one to the other uh, one. Basically, you're not allowed to because now it becomes clear retroactively that this area was actually a, uh, a cemetery zone. Also, why then would you not move the other two that you had re-interned back to where they were, uh, if you can, if you want to. The way the rush learns is you don't have to uh, move them back, because since at the time you originally moved them, you had no idea that it was a cemetery zone. Just let let it be. Okay, that is the first lesson in Rava. Ikadamri, I squiggle underlined the Ikadamri. I'm a Rava, underlined Rava's name. Put number two in the margin, and Rava says here, in the second lesson, Kevan Shinasim Rishus Lifnois Mifan in this lesson, once since you moved the first and the second one, you found the third one, it turns out, oh my goodness, this uh, probably was a uh, cemetery uh, area. No, no, you can even move the third one. Okay, well, one second, ask the Gemara, don't you kind of know now from the history of the area that it was a Shkunas Kvarais? True, however, Reish explains, I'm Reish Lakish, Ila Matzai V'tiarei Eretz Yisrael. Ila Matzai is some sort of excuse or reasonable understanding or maybe like a pretext, which uh, since what we're talking about is Eretz Yisrael and it's Tame or Tahor or Tahara status, um, it's much better uh, to just uh, go with any possibility. And uh, since we already moved the two, just uh, let it be. Badak Mesimama Veloy Matzai. So then the next situation is, let's say you checked uh, the 20 Yama area uh, around and there was uh, nothing uh, there, uh, but you did find the original three deceased. So Amrav Nasha Bar Yirmiya, Amarav, those three are a Shunas Kfarais. That becomes a, uh, a a burial area, but the area beyond that, no. And the uh, Rosh takes out the uh, the rest of the Gemara till the Mishnah, so we'll now start with the Mishnah. Next Mishnah, another case of uh, where we're not sure. Nigaim, um, tsaras. Let's say um, you have a suffix. How do we how do we deal with a suffix when it comes to tsaras? Um, so kol suffix nigaim. If you're at an early stage where we don't know that it's a neg or not bitzchila, then tahor. The assumption is it's going to be tahor, meaning not saras. Ad until you actually had some sort of psak from the rabbi or from the expert that it, it was saras. However, once there was a 
uh, decision that the scenario uh, was going to be definitely tsaraz, mishin nizkak latuma, then sveiko, if a suffix then arises, when the person definitely is tame, and now there's a suffix whether he's going to become tau or not, it would actually be tame. Basically, the person who has uh, got the Saras issue, whatever his previous last known status was, that's what we'll assume when we're not sure. So if we didn't know he had Saras, we'll assume it's not Saras. Once we did know that he's definitely got Saras, then uh, a case of Suffolk, we'll assume he still has the Saras. Ask the Gemara, what would be the um, mucker? What would be the source in Psukim that we assume, unless we know otherwise, that everything is okay, everything is Tahor? Well, Amar Vudamarava, I know in his name, Amar Krat, say Pasuk in Vayikri uh, Gimel. The way the Pasuk describes the Saras issue is Letaharoi, uh, and then and only then, Oi um to be Metaheret, to make it okay, or to make it Tame. Now, the order that those two were presented is uh, the, our focus here. Hoyalu Pasach by Hakasuf. You know why? If you don't know otherwise, you'll assume Tor, because when the Pasa gives the options, the first option it gives is Litaharoi. Well, asked the Gemara, if that's the case, then it shouldn't make a difference if uh, last thing we knew was the person was Tor, or even if we know the person was Tame. If he's definitely Tame, so he's Tame. But if a suffix arises, then we should also, in that case, assume that he's. Tor, according to that logic, in which case we come off uh, that as being the uh, source for our Mishnah, and uh, actually we don't give a source for our Mishnah, but what we do is we say that uh, phrase of Latara Latama is used as a source for something else. Ella says the Gemara ki itmar de Rav Yehuda Marav, when he said what he said, aha itmar, he was actually saying it on a different uh, Tanaic source, not a mission in the fifth parak of Negaim, but rather a Mishnah in the fourth parak of Negaim, which is the next two and a half lines right here. I boxed it off. Uh, here is the Mishnah. Besach's Negaim deals with Saraas. Saraas is a different type of uh, uh, skin Saraas, and we know that there's different signs that would indicate whether it, it is Saraas, whether it's not Saraas, whether it's gone away. So, im baheres kadmalaser lavan. If there's a baheres spot on the skin, and it was there before the uh, white hair grew, and then, oh my goodness, there's a white hair, so that indicates tame, that that is definitely a full-fledged saras, and the person is tame. However, ve'im se'er lavan, if first there was that uh, white hair, lebaharis, kodin lebaharis, which came before, and now there's a baharis, that, though, in that order, it is tahor. Kama, let's say safek, oh, we don't know which one came first, then we would assume tame. Okay, Another snake opinion, Rabbi Yehoshua, who he boxed, Aymer, Rabbi Yehoshua Amar, he says, Keha. Keha is, it's, uh, it's like not clear, it's, it's faint, it's dim, uh, almost like a lotion of, we're not sure. Okay, that's the end of the Tanaic source. Ask the Gemara now, my Keha, what is that word? Like, what, what is that supposed to mean to us? Amar of Yehuda, well, Rav Yehuda explains, Keha, namely, what that means is, Vitahor. And we'll assume that this guy, since we don't know, did the uh, whitish hair come first? Did the Baharas come first? We'll assume Tahor. Okay. Well, who says that's what Kea means? Kea just sort of means we're not sure and it's uh, dim. Who says we're going to go Lahakel Vadilma? What it means is Kea Vetome? Question mark. Oh, on this comes along, and we underline the name now, Amar of Yudamarav. 
Amar Krah, the Pasuk, when it comes to Saras, describes this scenario as being, quote, Letaharoi oi letamoi, to be metaher him, that's the first thing mentioned, and then, or to be metamehim, which equals Hailu Pasuk Balkasa Betara, since the verse chose to first mention the case of Tahara, Tchila, that's what the assumption will be in, uh, at least according to Rabbi Yeshua, in the case of Safek. Adkan.